I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou, and we are back. We're all back in our in our settings, but I guess that's only me. I guess you guys weren't gone. I just was like, yeah, we're all back. Like Tyler was on vacation and Lou was at the beach, but no, it was just you. You were gone. You weren't on the show for 15 minutes, and then you went back to your interest on it. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, well, we can see how this episode is going to go. <laughs> so. Soon as I got on, soon as I got in the, the room behind the stage, Ty, uh, you weren't there yet. Lou had mentioned uh, I had got on and Jason was like, yeah, let's talk about the games this weekend. And Lou's like, no, Jason, we're not talking about it. We're saving it for the show. So here we are two minutes in and I'm just I'm ready to get this get this started. I'm ready to hear what Lou's got to say. I don't have anything to say. I'm just ready for your. You know, little comments. Okay. Okay. Perfect. I got to like, which number would you like to know first, Lou? Three or five? Five. Okay. Five pass attempts, three interceptions for Zach Wilson. Okay. Um, Number one. But you're saying that's where he was at? His first five pass attempts of the game had three interceptions. Okay. Number one. One of them went right through the receiver's hand, right? That's more to the wrong team than it is the right team. That's a fact. That's not good. I'm going to, I'm going to say the first things first. It was a tough game. That's the first thing I'm going to say. It's a, it, it was a tough start. I got a sunburn, so I was really tired because I was sitting in the sun all day. Um, my team lost by like three touchdowns, and I was there the whole time. Tyler wasn't. says a lot about me and him. But that's not the point. The game doesn't count. Not a real game. The first play of the game, Damian Harris fumbled again, and, it didn't, and they wouldn't give it to us because it's the Patriots. What else is new? And so after that, the rest of the game doesn't count. Because a play like that completely changes the trajectory of a game. The whole game? Yes. So it's, it's just, we're just, the whole game gone? Yes. We'll see you in a couple of weeks and we'll try again. What about the, the four interceptions, though? I, I mean, if, if the game wasn't already marred by controversy of the officials helping the Patriots again, then I would get upset. But that's the officials not what in happened. New York helping the Patriots. Yeah, I mean they're NFL officials; they're not Jets okay. officials. Like this isn't like college football. So with no NFL. Brady there, they're still helping. No, the no, Patriots? no, Ty. You know what he's doing? He's doing it like when Ohio State, like the Big Ten refs, just give Whoa. Ohio State every win. It's the same thing. Except this is the NFL, so it's not. like I mean, that. look, Penn State Auburn was the worst officiated <laughs> football game. It's <laughs> in the history of football. And so I'm here, and you guys are talking about refereeing. We had the SEC, and they. They made us punt on third down. They went to the booth to review it and came out and said it was fourth down. And we're the whole team sitting there like, it's third down. They made us punt the ball. And then the targeting call on Auburn was terrible, too. Like, what are we doing here? This is football. That's when they tried to get in the end was, zone, right? I didn't see it, but I heard it was bad. It was bad. I mean, the receiver, like, it was one-on-one with a corner, classic four-yard line, breaks inside, guy has him at his knees. He goes to lunge, like, touchdown. Safety comes over and buries him. No touchdown. Yeah. And it's I, like targeting. I don't know what you're supposed to do anymore. It's kind of crazy. It was, it was the worst officiated game. Real quick. I, I just got to ask. Ty, I want to come back to that because that's great. I want to talk about Penn State for you. But like Lou, like 
worry meter. We talked about it last week. Like, where where are you at on the worry meter, right? You, Zach Wilson, you had all this hope. You're seven games. You thought you were going to win seven or eight games. You're asking me my concern level for the season or just in general? For the whole season. I'm talking the season. I mean, 15 and two. I don't know. What do you want me to say? 15, like, where are we at on the worry if, meter? If, like, this is, if, like, if the, if over here is, like, super worried and this is, like, not Not worried. worried not worried. We're getting more worried. Where are we stopping? Wherever, like, the least possible worried is, that's right where I am. That's where I am. Wow. 15 and 2. Do you think the Jets will win three games? <laughs> Seriously? All kidding aside, probably not. They're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I, Jay, I want to try to find the clip. I think I talked about it earlier. I, I genuinely believe the Jets will be a top three pick this year. I think so, too. Because here's the thing. They're so not talented on a lot of, on, on multiple parts of the of the ball so like that's just how it goes but i will say i'm a little annoyed with how the play calling has been going so far i'll say that who's play caller michael floor he gotta go no it's his first year first first time ever calling games it's just a little questionable like we got michael carter and ty johnson like what are we doing with tevin coleman get him off the field you know what i mean i'm just saying <laughs> what's up with uh what's up with becton he's hurt, hurt. He like popped his kneecap out of place or something. My like man that. just can't stay healthy. He's always hurt. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> he's always huge. Hurt. I, I get that. Ma- massive. Yeah, he's always hurt. Massive. It's unfortunate. All right, but Ty, we got to talk about it, man. One of these days, I got I got to get out to to Happy Valley. I mean, that looks like the best, you know, sporting event in college. Or I think in college sports, maybe sports. The whiteout at Penn State, man. That's that's different. It was ripping. It was ripping and running. And my man Kirk in the booth loves himself a good whiteout. It was a good football game. I, it was just a good game. Like, it would have, I would have been devastated. Devastated at a loss. Uh, but we had him. And Sean Clifford came out of nowhere. Lou, my man is a quarterback. 28 for 32. Dotson was looking unbelievable. Who's the wide receiver? Dotson. Dotson. Yeah, that dude's a beast. That's a dude that smoked Wisconsin. Smoked Wisco and then just went off. There's this dude number 10. John Lovett. Redshirt senior transfer from Baylor. First off, our offense coordinator was getting going. First time, first year dude as well. And this dude came in in third down. Deep out of the depth chart. Just keep an eye. Yeah, he's going to be a big third down back. Has a lot of SEC. Kind of reminds me of McFadden, just like tall and long, like what you know, mm. not a dude you're thinking like running people over, but tall, long, third down back. Feel good about where we're at right now. That backfield, a real quick side note, that backfield crazy. at Arkansas. Yeah, you guys know who's you know who's was, on that that team. Yeah, three guys that had moments in the NFL. Three guys. Two of them were Cowboys, right? Yep. Cool. No. Okay. Who was it? Who, are you, who is it, right? One of them was the Cowboy. McFadden was not. Fe- McFadden was a Raider when he was drafted. Felix some, right? What's his, what was his name? Is it Felix Jones? Oh. Yeah, Felix? Felix Jones. Yep, there That's it is. The now, what's the third uh, one? And the third one was the starter over McFadden at first. I think it was. That I don't I think know. It was, Brian the other one was the best is. one. McFadden. No, he was. He had a brief yeah. moment All three in the NFL. The team. Was don't it, look it up, Blue. It, what, I'm, I'm out of this. I don't, I'm not going to remember it. Oh, man. He played for, he the, played for the Browns. Browns. Do you Come know on. who it is? It up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I'm not All sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know who it is. 
dominated the Patriots. Yeah, he did. Dominated the NFL you one year. I don't remember who it was. Peyton Hillis. For Peyton Mans Hillis was, played for uh, Arkansas. That's not who I was thinking of. Yeah. Mans was a cover of Madden. Yeah, Peyton Hillis. And then yeah, out was, the league in two seconds. Yeah, Madden cover. That was the... Peyton Hillis was the contract. first time people realized running backs are irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah, it says, that's it says he was primarily used as a fullback in college, but yeah, Hillis, Felix Jones, and McFadden yeah, were all Jones in the Arkansas McFadden backfield at the same time. Were nice. But didn't McFadden spend some time on the boys? Might have. I, think, I yeah, just yeah, remember him as a Raider. He, that was he, pro- I, he played for a few teams, I remember, if I remember yeah, correctly. I mean, so did Peyton um, Hillis. Yeah. Yep. Keep you on. But Ty, I'm going to be honest. We're two games, three games in the season. No, you not shouldn't. Not feeling be. good about Ohio State. <clears throat> not shouldn't even. Be. Not at all. Real bad. Real bad. Like, we're two and one, and I'm like, this is not good. Yeah. Yep. So I was in, I went to Pittsburgh this weekend for a show after trade night on Friday. It's Saturday night. It's like the game started at 3 30. It was probably seven o'clock. There's seven minutes, just under eight minutes left in the game. And Tulsa know. is within seven points of Ohio State. That's just on, un- that's unacceptable. It, you felt like a f- normal fan for the first time, I bet. Grinding a couple out here and there. Well, I mean, a look, normal because fan. that doesn't happen. But Tulsa has a little bit the of a squad. The defense a little bit can't of a squad. stop anyone. They're a good team. If we played Penn State right now, we would we lose really by double that. digits. A hundred percent wholeheartedly oh in my heart. Right? If we played Penn State this weekend, we would lose just, by double digits. I don't, I don't think like that's that. I don't feel I don't think that's true, make me right? feel We good can't stop anybody on defense. Hey, going into last week, we were second to worst in the entire NCAA D one in defense. What what happened with second to worst? Yeah, but when the big with, games come, but how's the quarterback? Uh, hurt and playing through injury, and they don't want to start controversy by putting in the the backup from Pennsylvania, McCord, who should be playing. What Stroud about that Quinn not, kid? Quinn Ewers is young. Right? Quinn Ewers, he's just coming there to get the money. He'll go through, learn the playbook, get the Next whole body by Mickey Mariotti thing. Yeah, he's just going to be there going into next season and get ahead and make that money now. He's not, because Texas's NIL laws are different. So he's not there to compete at the moment. McCord is ready. He's a five-star redshirt sophomore from PA. Like, put that kid in. <clears throat> what happened to that young running back? Or, yeah, I think he's just a freshman. Oh. Just hasn't showed up? I mean, the only plays at this point should be handoff he's still left, balling? handoff the, the right. One- yeah, number one kid, number one kid in the country broke the Ohio State freshman record in his third all time for yards in a game. Had three touchdowns, three hundred yards. Like, see, it's like three hundred seven or something. Iowa. Like we we got to talk a little bit of cards, but that's no. We have Iowa. You have Iowa weeks. this week. We have two snoozers. Nova, actually, not even snoozers. We have Nova. Then we have at Indiana seven thirty ABC primetime. Then we go to Iowa, which is going to be seven thirty. Dude, then that's, we have you a got a hard off. schedule. Then we have Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. <laughs> that is the toughest Brutal. schedule I've heard. If you play Auburn, if you play Auburn, Wisconsin, Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan State, Indiana, and Michigan, that is the toughest Just schedule in America. There's winning. not a team that plays a harder Stack schedule than up. that. I have two things. I have two things to say. Number one. 
Ryan sounds like someone who knows that know. his team's going to figure it yeah, out yeah, and come yeah. playoff time, they'll be there. That's the first thing I want to say. Ryan Agreed. knows that too. That's why he's laughing. So there's that. And the other thing I, wanna, I hope so. The other thing I want to say is Ohio State has to come to Rutgers in a couple weeks. And I'm just, I just want to put Ryan They're on coming upset to alert. Rutgers. I just want to put Ryan on upset alert. I'm Be going careful, to that game, Ryan. You're going? I'm going. Maybe fly out to They're a good team, by the way. To Rutgers Jersey and watch team. Rutgers, Ohio State, lose, I, talk wow, live. Wow, 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 it's a October weird 2nd. spot for Can Ryan, we talk for a second? It's uh, Saturday, October 2nd. I can't be at that game. 3.30. I can't be there. That's unfortunate. Got something that day. I was just looking on, yes, eBay. Cristiano Ronaldo is goat of goats of goats of goats of goats. The You're best time. The best time. Yeah, that's cool. Must be nice when like the the single best player in the world shows up on your team and just dominates. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Tampa Bay. What that's uh, like. Yeah, it's the pretty thing much is, the same no, thing. No, it's more of like if Brady left the Patriots five years ago, and then came back for the Swan Song, and they were like four and zero. Yeah, it's like a Le- oh, LeBron like LeBron went back. Yeah, LeBron exactly. Cleveland second it's time. A little around. LeBron Cleveland like long term blue chip holds. I'm in the market for serious Cristiano cards right now. Back in the United kit. Ty, what about... That's why one of my favorite cards... It was my favorite card before you went there. But, like, that Man U Ronaldo Ice auto... Yeah, it's a good card. Now that he went back there, like Lou Mm -hmm. said, it's like LeBron going back to Cleveland. And the, the Juventus stuff, this 2018 Kaboom, it's 7,200. Do you think kabooms are huge? The different jerseys stuff. Well, yeah, the different jersey stuff for soccer players is weird Meaning at all, or no? National kit, club kit. Yeah, like how does it work now with like Ronaldo Juventus stuff? Like, is it going to be cheaper? It's interesting. I, I I can never I can't figure it out because I don't know soccer like that. I can't figure out like the culture of all of it. I believe that it's similar to. It's no different than how do we think about. LeBron 2012 prism. Oh, it's the first prism or the first Laker or it's always narratives, right? Like it's always narratives. And yeah, I think it matters who it is, but but everything does. Everything does. Exactly. If it's just an average guy, you're like, I don't want their previous stuff. Like it doesn't matter if it's Ronaldo. You're like, sure, I'll take a Ronaldo auto. However, you can get it. You're not going to pass on a Brady auto in a Patriots uniform or a Bucks uniform. No different than you would pass on a LeBron Lakers or Cavs or Heat or whatever it might be. Ronaldo, if he has and I don't believe he does, if he had four kabooms, his one, two, three, four kaboom, no matter what year or jersey he's wearing are are more desirable than 90 percent of the other kabooms out there just because of who he is yeah i guess that's true so i guess that was just... his narrative which is one of the beautiful things and the best part about shows which i love being in the action it's always like it's your salesman your narrative your story of why you're like this is the card like yeah. this is the card you know what i mean yeah but then like i, I guess i was comparing it, and i guess it's yeah i guess it's ultimately the same is that people who love Juventus like value that one more than a Man U one or whatever, but I guess it's again same thing. 
Yeah, and Lou, that's what I was going to say was, like, as they switch teams, the ones will be, like, the Man U ones, I think, will pass the the Juventus ones. Like, like I think the order might shift on them. Like, if he's on Juventus, like, I think those ones would be the top ones. But now that he's on Man U, I think those would have passed if, if there was one of each. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think they're both desired. The 3 United, I love the one he's in the black kit. Those are fire. Yeah, this is... The, you're talking about the contenders auto, right? Was what you were talking about? Yeah, right? yeah, I have a contenders auto. Cracked ice. Is it numbered? Yeah, out of 23 or 25, PSA 10. It's 23, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was weird how few there were. Like, the number was weird. Um, Can I ask a quick question about um mm-hmm. these golden mm-hmm. cells? Ty, I saw you yeah. text about them yesterday. There was the Super Mario game. There was the Charizard. Yep. There these was sales the... of these records. Well, not all of them were records, I don't think. Okay. I don't believe. Like I don't know if Charizard was wasn't Charizard wasn't a record. I don't believe. What did it sell for? No, definitely not. Two seventy. Hmm. I mean, it got up to half a milli, right? Yeah, I want to. I want to see what it looks like too. Okay, so what are we talking about with the? I'm just. I was interested to hear what you want. What your thoughts were, especially the video game. I just continued momentum in that in that market for sure. In the WADA, I believe that with the PSA and the the pop report and the development further of that market, but I do believe it's incredibly inefficient right now, which leads to potentially a lot of opportunities. But also, I believe risk in that space especially in the top five percent like in demand assets kind of that higher what i'd say cost price um there's a lot of risk in it but stuff is going crazy because there's no supply as of now at least i I do worry at times of like the early days of these kind of grading things the same scrutiny that we would put on a new grading company obviously psa beckett sgc but then we've seen a lot of these HGA. We've we've poked fun at some of them on this this show. Like these grading companies come about, we give them real scrutiny. Maybe it's because there's it's a more mature market. But on one hand, I get worried a little bit about the graded video games and just how the market becomes mature and these newer grading companies and what's really happening and how you grade and who's sitting on lots of games, you know, in places. But um. It's been ripping. It's been ripping for sure. I, I wish, yeah, I've gone back and wish I'd pick some up. I've gone back and forth. I've gone back and forth on the video game thing like several times, like five or six times now at this point. Just where I keep landing is like there's no way to know number one population reports. Currently, there's no way to know population reports. There's no way to actually like value the assets because there is so few of them supposedly the numbers keep going up every single time but it's it's very very weird ryan have people come into the shop asking about games at all no no it got i heard a couple people talk about it at the industry summit um like it got brought up very little but no i i've never seen someone ask for it i'm kind of with you guys a little bit you know ty you say you like it but you're a little skeptical like just uh, that YouTube video kind of threw me for a loop on it. I'm I'm not. I I just I'll stick to what 
it's sketchy. Yeah, I'll stick to what I know. There's a YouTube video that dropped about it for those that haven't listened that talks about it got like over a million views. It talks about like the video game market. Uh, I'm not. I don't know. Just I'd rather keep my my money and put it into cards. And, you know, it may blow up. It may be the bigger thing than cards. I'm just I think I'm content with with cards. Video games is sketchy. Comics is not. Comics is a pretty well established marketplace. Been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Grady yeah. Comics has been around for a while. I really but want that, like that one point. Comics. Me too. Like when I look at a Batman number one, I'm like, damn, that's fire. Yeah. Like it's obviously ridiculously expensive. Jay said it's over one point like four seven new record. Should we get one? I mean, there's there's got to be a Batman number one thirty seven comic, right? Do you, do we want to get number one though as a collective? Put our put ourselves together. I mean, I'd be I'd be homeless to contribute to that. Call, let's call it the bank. <laughs> yeah, what bank's <laughs> that? The Bank of Ryan. There is a Batman number 137. Is there? We need it. That'd be sick. All right. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about, we had to talk about today, was um, basketball. Basketball cards. Basketball in general. I have not felt any energy for basketball yet. I I will say I just made it. I'm in the process of making a deal for some basketball cards. I'm going to be... Really? Yeah, so I mean, we haven't locked up the deal yet, but I th- I'm, I feel pretty confident that it's there, so I, I feel fine talking about it. We're going to move, uh, Sasha and I are going to move the Lewis Hamilton for some really good basketball cards. The Lewis Hamilton. The out of 10 Sapphire that we got at the National, we were moving it for some basketball cards. Just felt like the right deal, so we're getting like a, a Lamelo Kaboom, and Anthony Edwards Kaboom, and a bunch of other stuff as well. I'm, I'm sure we'll post about it and everything. We're talking about doing it. I'm thinking to myself, like, man, there's not a lot of action right now on basketball. And it's kind of like, doesn't basketball start in like three weeks? Preseason starts first weekend in October, first week in October. So next week? Yep. Two weeks, week and a half. It's crazy. Yeah. And no one cares. Durant Tops Chrome PSA 10 yesterday did 4,600 best offer. So less than 4,500. Durant Tops Chromes are going for 4,500. Is that cheap or high? That is cheap comparatively to where it was. I saw a KD. I saw a KD refractor ten for like twenty five. I think thirty one hundred. Wait, that car got up to like fifty fifty grand at one point. Yeah, these were going for ten, twelve, thirty eight hundred, four grand. Looks like they're coming up a little bit. That's for sure. Season yeah, coming. Lou and I kind of talked about it a little bit off air, but I, uh, I think you'll see some momentum coming into basketball here soon. There was a lot of hype into into football right after the national, and mm-hmm. I think the basketball's taken a little bit longer. But I definitely think very similar to football, right? You have a lot of young talent, a lot a lot of guys to be excited about. I think a lot of the NBA is getting healthy. There was a lot of guys that missed time last year that are going to be healthy, make the league more competitive, hopefully. So yeah, there's going to be fans in arenas. Fans in arenas. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think it'll be uh it'll be different this year. And we finally got that off season, right? We talked about that why basketball lost its luster mm-hmm. as the season went on, right? Like nobody was like they, they were 40 point games. No one's like, "Hey, let's go watch this basketball. It's not even competitive." Yeah. Now you've had the whole off season. Um but Lou we, we did want to talk about uh Ty, you know what's crazy? I don't know if you were here for this conversation. We haven't got immaculate basketball. Yeah. Flawless basketball. Mosaic for twenty for twenty twenty Lamelo Ball Mosaic. We've talked about this before, I'm sure, but that's what I find so interesting about this is by the time the season has started, the season will have started. 
for Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, Mobley, like all of the, and the, the full product run of all the other stuff won't have been out. It won't even be out. That that seems crazy to me, doesn't it? Like I wonder if that's intentional or if that's still this is new. This is new because of supply chain, because of COVID related. That's what I don't. That's what I don't know is how much of this is COVID supply chain issues. So take me back three years it ago. Was was the what was the release calendar looking like? I don't remember three years ago quite well. I I would guess most of them were out before the season. This seems like a lot of it's got to be from there. Yeah, but it just. It just makes you wonder on like when that gets caught up, like how long it takes them to catch up on all of that. Well, I mean, they've got to be both companies, Panini and Tops, operating in under different circumstances at the moment. That that's for sure, and so uh, I bet that has a bit of an impact. I do think the it's funny the bullwhip effect. I learned about that yesterday. Supply chain issues. Um, I do think that just with COVID and and all, walk the, me through that real quick. The bullwhip effect. I'm very interested. Like seriously, pretty much how uh, volatility in demand gets passed up the supply chain because when demand huh. spikes and then drops by consumers, it goes from the consumer to the retailers to the supplier. So the volatility. As it so goes, it goes yeah. higher and higher, just like in a, with a bullwhip. If you just flick it at the start, yeah. by the end, it's much like bigger. Right. Because because if huh. the consumer wants 20% more basketball cards, then the retailer thinks that they need to order 40% more. And then yeah. the supplier thinks they need to make 60% more. And then, right. boom, then it comes back the other way, and then there's way too much inventory, and then it goes back the other way, and they're out of stock, and the supply chain's all backed up, et cetera. Right. So about where we might be seeing Interesting. Something. Well, that's kind of been the thought about COVID in general, right, for like any kind of supply chains. like There's going to be a, a two, three-year lag time, really, to get everything back to normal, assuming you know whenever that, whenever that is. The only reason I bring up like Flawless Mosaic and those is because... Next, next Wednesday, next Wednesday, you're supposed to have the first product of the year with Cade Cunningham in it. Like that class, the 2021, 2022 class, the first product drops next Wednesday. And what product? Chronicles draft picks. Chronicles it's draft Cade picks. The guy? The I like Jalen Green a lot. Shout out to all my Detroit fans. I've seen a lot, for some reason, Detroit fans feel like they're very like a, like a tortured fan, a fan city, like a, a sports city. Like the the city of Detroit, like people just act like they, like I think they act like they've never done anything ever. They've never won anything. I've seen like five or six Twitter accounts like devoted to being a tortured Detroit sports. They had the fan. Red Wings popping off for a little while. Sergey Fedorov, yeah. Stevie. But they're all excited mean, about. I mean, they were a squad. They were good. They always beat the they're Jackets. Those I hated the Red Wings. They were the Red Wings were nasty. Have out that suit. Yeah, the Pistons won. <laughs> I think the Pistons, that 06, 07 yeah. Pistons championship run was like ben the Wallace. weirdest. They were scoring like 75 points a game and they were running That was a squad, though. That was a squad. That anyway. was a squad. Was that pre, that was, yeah, was that pre or post Malice at the Palace? Chance? Was... Post. Really? Pre. No. Before. Was it pre? I thought so. We're getting, I think we're just getting, we're I'm getting, getting out of, We're getting out of hand <laughs> at this point. I mean, when was the Malice in the Palace? 
2004. So it was after it was pre championships. Yeah. Malice in the Palace. That's crazy. That was 17 years ago. November 19th, 2004. I had a TV in my room. I was watching that game. You were watching, I was watching it live? live in my bedroom. Yeah. That's Late crazy. Night. So, yeah, it was like the. It's probably like 10 45, 11 o'clock at night because it was late in the game. All right. So, done with a little NBA chatter. I want to kind of continue this last week because I wasn't here for much of it. Week, we're week two, right? It was over last night. Mm-hmm. What's uh, kind of your Monday morning overreaction? I realize it's Tuesday morning when we're recording this. Fields is going to be a beast. That's your overreaction? I think Fields is going to be a beast. I was going a little differently with that, but that's actually what you believe? Yeah, like I believe with the little time we've now seen him, I think he was your guy. I just think he's going to be a long-term pro in this league. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I can't figure out Dallas. I cannot figure them out. Michael Parsons gonna like, is going to be an all-time Hall of Fame player. Parsons I thought is, they were going to be a ridiculously a ridiculously good offense, and then they just weren't very good on Sunday, so that was weird. And I also think Lamar had a big win on Sunday night. I love when Lamar... Th- there, I don't know what it is. I get very excited when Lamar succeeds and has big moments. I like root for that guy really hard, and I didn't even realize that I did. That is one thing I'm thinking that was kind of would be my thoughts, Lou. Is is I think the Chiefs are beatable. I think. Oh yeah. I think the Browns could have done it on on last week. The Ravens did it this week. Like there, there's some squads in the AFC that I think have a real shot to beat, uh, to to beat the Chiefs. I AFC is pretty open. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Chiefs, Ravens, Browns, Bills, Bills, who beat the shit out of the out of the Dolphins oh. on Sunday. They beat the shit out of the Dolphins. Um, yeah, that's I mean that's four real teams. There's only two more spots. Another quick little note is Tom Brady might win MVP. Y'all guys just not going to mention the true. Titans when we talk about the AFC. No, not going to do that. They lost Week One, didn't they? So can't team can't take L anymore. Uh, we're doing overreaction. Exactly. Tuesday. And this, this is, is my yeah, huge comeback. Start the engine. It's a little you know, old, got out the gate slow. And then my man Derrick Henry just said poof, 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 poof. You know? You know you know who else is incredible? And we all knew it, but it's happening. Kyler. Uh, yeah. That dude He's is good. unreal. He He's makes good. video game plays three or four times a game. Is this is this what it, it reminds me a lot of Lamar? He's like more accurate. He's Lamar. A way better. Agreed. Thrower. Better arm strength, more accurate. Agreed. One hundred percent agree with that. Just is a little bit more. How you doing? Yeah. Elusive. Did you see the video of Harbaugh being like Lamar? Do you want to go for it? And like yeah. that's just like I that's a that call. Shit. Yeah. A I minute left. Harbaugh's letting his boy do his thing. Yeah, I love that. And I also saw a bunch of funny tweets. My favorite thing now on Twitter when Kyler does anything is when people are like, people wanted this guy to be in AAA in Indiana for yeah. four years. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> so true. What's going on with the Lamar, Shout out Lamar to my dad. card market? It's Prism, 696, 770 yesterday. Maybe I'll get a nice Lamar. I got to figure out what I'm going to do because I'm trying to think about what I'm, what I'm looking to buy. And if we're going to sell this Lewis, I'm going to get another one. But then I have to figure out what else I'm going to do. Because What about maybe some Sam Darnold? Mm, no. I'll never own that. 2-0? Oh? I'll never oh. own that. I'm pumped, but I'll never own that. Why not? That. 
can't do it. They're not making the playoffs, what do you so mean? like Why not? it's not going to be a good buy right now. Their division's way too hard. They're good. Why are you looking at me like that? Jameis Winston stinks. I mean, the they infamous. Got the, they got the Bucks. They're going to lose to the Bucks twice. Inf- wow. Not so famous Jameis. <laughs> that was Jay's guy. <laughs> what a weird. Yeah, yeah, that was Jay's guy. <laughs> what a what a weird. He had 150 yards passing and five touchdowns in week one, and then they just did nothing on Sunday? Nothing. Nothing. He Game that didn't script too well for him. Look, well, hold on. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. They trotted famous out there. Man didn't have nine of his offensive coaches. COVID you gotta buried play the games. their staff. Yeah, but every every guy, everyone you gotta matters. Play the games. Take it from Bill Belichick. Like you got to do your job, and then they got a bunch of interns running around trying to make the play calls. And it's like, what are we doing here? But if he's supposed to be the savvy vet, like you know, what but I mean? I'm actually thinking. Famous might have a huge week next week if he gets his coaching staff back. <laughs> you can't forget about the coaching staff. A funny Jameis thing would be if he if he's like red hot one week and then ice cold the next for the rest of the season. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Every other week, famous. <laughs> if he throws like four touchdowns next yep. week, three picks, six touchdowns, no touchdown. Like I want that every week. That'd be great. It's like the Jets without the touchdowns. Why would you do Burial. that? A year ago today. Lamar's 2018 Prism rookie, PSA 10, was going for 2700 2650 They ran up to like Today, five, if I remember correctly. As in the last sale is 710 best offer. There's no freaking way a PSA 10 base Lamar did $2,500. Pretty sure they were doing like or Sure it's not a I'm silver? I'm looking at the silver. Let's see. You don't remember that, Rye? Silver was doing numbers. Silver's up. Yeah, silver's were silver's... crazy. Twenty five hundred dollars for a base Lamar ten. Oh my! It was a wild time. That's ridiculous. And the industry was hot. Baker's doing half Lamar. How do we feel about that? Pop a ninety. I like the Browns Baker a lot be better than I like really? the Ravens. Yeah, I think the Browns are the on paper right talent alone the best team in the league. Baker might be a good player. Look where Clowney and Garrett at the end. I mean, I they I just signed John Johnson in in the offseason. I'll take Newsom and Delpit and Ward. Right, not even talking about Kareem Hunt and Chubb. And the offensive line is one of the top three in the league. You've got You're Beckham, the, Landry, uh, DPJ, Hooper, well, Bryant. Yeah, I, I, on paper, I think the Browns are, are the Landry's best, the most talented weeks. team. How about? How does Tyree That's Hill, really Travis good. Kelsey, mm-hmm. McCole Hardman, Patrick Mahomes? The defense good? is not as good. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. The on paper as a collective team, is I'm taking the defense is not good. It's, it's very close. I'm not good. saying it's not. Um, yeah, Bucks are really good. Sure. I'm not saying like it's like by a mile. I'm just I'm taking the Browns. Yeah, I think the thing to watch is going to be Will Edwards Lair stinks. They have no running game. Wow. Just my dude fumbled it with a minute left. Yeah. Tough. Tough. I think the thing to watch with the Browns is going to be like, I think we're due for like a Baker, something weird with Baker. Like that's pretty much what it's going to come down to. Is he matured into like a regular human or is he still going to keep doing Baker stuff? See, I think the Browns can win the Super Bowl if Baker Mayfield is like. That's what I'm saying. He, he, has, to remain, he has to stay calm and and just Agreed. play. Yep. It's, it's Nick Chubb and then handoff to Kareem Hunt. I mean, Kareem Hunt was like, Amazing as a rookie, like 
That's what I'm saying. Like, are we? We're here right now. This is now also a weird Ohio thing talking he's about doing. The Browns are like, like the best team in the NFL, but we be real about this. The Browns are the Browns are, Browns are winning the Super Bowl. My guy. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Right. All right. <laughs> okay. They might be a really good team. To be fair, they were like two plays away from winning the Super Bowl last year or going to the Super Bowl last year. But you're also doing a little bit of an Ohio thing right now. No, not at all. I grew up like with the Browns and this, the Bengals on every single day, all the time. So I'm like not a fan of either team. But I think the Browns are good. Browns are making the Super Bowl. The Browns yeah, have a better that. chance to win the Super Bowl than the Penn State does to go to the playoff. That's true. That's not true. A hundred percent true. Simply not true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Statistically speaking, it's probably my gut would say it is not no, it's true. true. You have one team to win the Super Bowl. Penn State is one of four teams to make the playoff. Like you're wrong. Wait, uh, let's ask the audience. Let's ask the audience, Jay. They have to just win. If they win the Big Ten, they're going to be in the playoff. If Penn State wins the Big Ten, absolutely, I think if we lose they would one game. probably be the one or the two seed. If we lose Black one time. game, we'll if a make Penn the State loses one game and doesn't win the Big Ten, they would still be more deserving than Clemson, whose only game was a only, their best game was a loss to Georgia. Clemson plays. Yeah, but that's not how it works. You know like, that. come on, bro. The Browns are winning the Super Bowl, and we're making the playoffs. Right. So Jay, Jay, let's go ahead and clip, clip that. that. It's Tuesday, uh, I would September love to 21st. make that bet. Let's get that clipped. I wonder if I can find a play for that. So let's get into play of the week. Play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. All right. So if you're new here, Jason, the producer, fields plays from you, the listeners. Shows them to Lou, Tyler, and I live on air. We've never seen them before. We have no idea what's coming. We'll talk about them individually, and then we'll pick a winner and crown a play of the week. Shout out Knox from last week, by the way. You missed mm-hmm. it, right? But Danger. all time, all time. Submission. Great name. Great name. Knox Danger. Love it. All right, Jay, what do we got this week? All right, so this is from IC Sports Cards. It says, this weekend while at a local show, I was approached three times by a guy that was trying to sell me two cards, a Tom Brady and a Patrick Mahomes random numbered cards. Shout out to this guy for being consistent, for sure. So first, he said $20 for the pair. Then next time around, he said 15 Then the third time around, he offered me a blue press proof Donruss rated rookie Jalen Hurts along with the Brady and Mahomes. And I said, sure, and paid him. I got home and realized the Brady was jersey number. I listed on eBay for 150 and sold it within two hours. Blow her some photos of the Brady cards and what it sold for. It's a good job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is that guy doing selling them for $15? I don't get how he did that. Guy was trying to make a buck. Yeah, I would like to see the the Mahomes, see what that was. Like to get a little bit more detail, but I mean, even buying the Brady for $15. Jersey number stuff's my thing. I think it sells very, very well. I've always been a big fan of it. I talk about it all the time. Jersey numbered stuff matters. I think it's the most important numbered card. People say it's, you know, you're either super big on jersey number or you're super against jersey number. You think it's stupid. I happen to lean towards jersey number mattering and people definitely, definitely, definitely collect it. So, Jay, next play. All right. Lou's going to like this. Ah, 
This is from the Cardboard uh-huh. Collaborative. It says, my play of the week is an F1 play. About four months ago, I watched Drive to Survive for the first time and became obsessed. Since my attention turned to F1, I found myself checking my saved eBay searches of newly listed Topps Chrome F1 often. Last uh, Late one Tuesday night, the Max Verstappen lot was listed base and sapphire number six and two inserts for $40. $47 all in, which I instantly buy, uh, binned. Um, bought it now. The title and photos weren't great, and it was priced too low, so I took the gamble, expecting it to be canceled or not as described. Now, folks, before we move on from this, Lou is already shaking his head, just to be clear for those that are not watching on video. It says, it shipped and came in as described, actually. I sold the two inserts pictured below for $15. I sold the base along with another card on Facebook and got about $65 in value for the base. The Sapphire looked to be in excellent condition, so I rolled the dice and sent it into PSA Super Express, $314, including shipping. It came back as a PSA 10. I'm now into the PSA 10 Sapphire Max for $234. It currently comps for about $1,100. Wow. I, I, the reason I was shaking my head, because I was sitting here realizing that all these people were doing rips of F1 and just listing stuff on eBay blindly, and I completely missed the boat. Just completely missed it. And I just realized it just now. That's tough. It's That's a great tough. play. Great play. They were off this week or what? Uh no, they they raced last weekend. Where? Oh wait, no. They were off last weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah, so they're back this weekend now. They're in Sochi. Big races, a lot of big races going on. Big second big, half of the year. Yeah, we're in the second half now. Kind of like the sprint to the finish, I would say. Who you December picking? 12th is when the season ends to win. Yeah. I think Lewis figures it out. I think he finds a way. But wow. if not, it's going to be Max. It seems like it's only those two, right? Yeah. They're they're comfortably ahead of everybody else. It's pretty much who's who's going to win more Grand Prix between now and then. Wow. What, uh, what do we think about this play? It's a phenomenal play. Yeah, it takes some risk, right? I mean... This card comes back a nine. This this story is a lot different. It's still it's still plus, but a, a ten on this card definitely definitely bumps this. Huge, huge. Yeah, so I mean, it's definitely some risk. But I mean, honestly, even at forty seven dollars, he was making money. He's probably making four x five x his money even without even sending it in, right, Lou? A hundred percent. And like he could have done what I've been doing, and I just keep finding cards that I've gotten in breaks that have gone up like five. Yeah, like you're saying, like five, six, seven percent, like x since i got them because all this stuff's going up like crazy but either way great play phenomenal play good job on the grading so also this wouldn't need to be as expensive anymore either psa is becoming more of an option for these f1 cards now because they have the hundred dollar option yeah lowered it to 150 150 sorry yeah yeah definitely yeah i'm i i'm kind of changing my perspective on my stuff i have to send in some stuff and i'm trying to figure out like i might need to send some of these to psa now that i think about it all right, Jay, what's the next one? All right, this is from hoodiehaskins.tcg. It says, I purchased, purchased for July 26th for $81, sold August 2nd for $225. Bought it on a whim, bought it on a whim of it being a promo, low pop, and a player people wanted, even if the stats don't warrant the value. Threw it up on eBay as soon as I received it and sold almost immediately. Hashtag Team Rashford. Promo sample, what is that? I've never even seen this card. Me either. That feels like ridiculously cheap. Am I wrong? Even two twenty five. I've never seen this card. 
um, let me see for those that are those that are listening it's a 2017 tops chrome uefa champions league christian pulisic sample promo psa 10 it uh, it's a card i've like i don't think any of us have ever seen before i like my man hoodie haskins hit me with the team rashford pulisic's been unfortunately just keeps taking knocks when he's I'm just saying, I watched one Team USA game, and he got hurt and hasn't played since, I'm pretty sure. And that was like Correct. two weeks ago. That makes a lot of Correct. sense. Correct. But when he's on the pitch, he's dangerous. I can't deny it. He makes impact. Yeah, I mean, outside of st- seeing this, you know, never seeing this card, which I think, again, like Lou said, this might be a good deal, might be a bad deal. I mean, it's rare. I've never seen it, but 81 to 225, no matter what way you look at it, is a win. Yes, sir. So. Every single time. Jay, all right, this is from Sports Card Therapist. It says, I bought a 2020 Herbert Optic rated rookie for $50 in June, sent it into SGC for $30, and it came back at $10. That brought the value up to $350. I brought it to National and traded that in $200 cash for a Bill Russell jersey-numbered auto. I took that card and sold it on eBay for $1982. Wow. I took that $1982... And bought a 2000 Bowman Chrome Brady wow. Rookie Raw. He sent it into wow. PSA to be graded. So I invested a total of 280 of my own money and flipped that into a Tom Brady Bowman Chrome Rookie. Wow. It's brilliant. It's brilliant because it makes so much sense. Reason I say that, numbered auto, it took that and sold it on eBay. So was it Pop Bill Russell, Tops Chrome? We don't know what the grade was on the Russell, right? It says pop one. You would assume nine or ten, but I mean, honestly, people use pop one for pop, you know, PSA sixes. Yeah, it looks like a yeah. it looks like a single digit number up there. Hash, you know. It's great because you know, national. You've got guys that Herbert, right? Herbert, such a modern, like of the moment guy in the hobby, right? If you're of what I would say the younger generation, like. I think that Herbert is a guy, a guy, 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 guy. Cards is hobby hype. You know, those guys that just fall into favor. Herbert, boom. Bill Russell, on the other hand, that same demographic, they're just so, I believe, like polarizing and opposite. You have to Mm -hmm. be dynamite at what you do in this hobby to be like freaking with both, to be wanting to play in both worlds. It's You don't see it too much. So I think the person that was on the receiving end of the Russell definitely got value because the other person just wanted Herbert more. Then turns around and flips it, and look who bought it. Boston yeah. Celtics. Yeah. So it just like plays down the ladder of people want what they want, and just because you value something, someone else may value it completely different, and that's super fine and fair. Love the jersey number play, first off. Love that. Again, I'm telling you, no matter what anybody says, it matters. Somebody's always buying it. But yeah, I mean, turning a her again, this this is I don't think it always happens this good, right? We know it always does not happen this good. It takes a lot more time and, you know, a lot more trades and transactions for this kind of stuff to happen. But this is real, right? Trading is a big part of the hobby. This and this this really has all of it, right? Buy a card raw. Grade it. Comes back at 10, trade it, use some more cash, buy a Brady, grade it, right? This, this cycle repeats itself. And next thing you know, you started with a $50 
Justin Herbert and a couple hundred bucks later, you're at a Tom Brady Bowman Chrome Raw through a couple trades and some grading. And this this can happen. And over time, compounded, this is where you're able to really amass a collection and build something for yourself. This is this is like the ultimate play. Agreed. Agreed. I'd love I'd love to know what the Brady grades at. Yeah, Jay, I'd can you keep in touch with sports card therapist? I would love to know what the Brady grades. Imagine a ten. That'd be unreal. What's a 10 do? 10 grand? Something like that. It's got to be a huge card. Yeah. Several thousand dollars. I'm sure it's five, near five figures. Hold on. I'm going to look. So sick. No, they're not 20, Jay. I think the highest. Tom Brady, 2000 Bowman Chrome PSA 10. He's going to win MVP, though. All right. I think Stafford's going to be the MVP. All right. Last Tom Brady Bowman Chrome PSA 10 sold for 25,000 or best offer. What? Last two at auction did 16.8 and 18.9. I haven't been paying attention. Good job, Jay. Yeah. TB12, September seventh, there was a twenty thousand dollar auction. TB twelve. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's that's a play. All right, next one. All right, I believe this is probably the last one. This is from Harris Decker. It says before the season, my local card shop had boxes of rookies that I would dig through. Love this. Uh, I noticed they had about a hundred trade Turner Bowman Chrome first refractors priced at six dollars a piece. I offered four dollars a piece on forty of them and got them. I've slowly sold them off in various ways throughout the season, grading some, selling some as lots, etc. See the screenshots for completed listings. Made quite a nice little profit when listed throughout the season. All right, Jay, the pictures are super, super hard to see. So I can see them. So he paid, he basically paid once, what is that? What's 40 times four? I don't even know. 40 times four, six, 160. 160? Yeah, so 160. And in these screenshots, he's at 40, 60, 60, 70, and 80. So... Yeah, but you got SGC on top left. You got is just one of them graded? It looks like this one's graded, yeah. Yeah, sixty for four. He was paying four dollars a piece. So sixteen, four, five. Yeah, you don't like the one graded one, right? Volume play. Yeah, so if it's four. And then you paid twenty five bucks to grade it, even though it's an eight point five, he still makes you know ten bucks on the card. Minus, well, we have to figure out whatever the fees are, but rest were sold raw. Yeah, so I mean, he made like two hundred bucks. It's a good job. It's good arbitrage, just conviction, idea, execute. Raw doesn't always have to be about one card at a time. Flip. You believe in something, you see something. I like that. Yeah, yeah, and I, th- I think it's also about like patience, right? little bit here, a little bit there, and just continue to move them in pieces, not saturate the market, grade a few. There's just a lot that goes into this um, rather than buy them all for 160 and sell them the next day for 200, which, you know, can totally be done. That's that's decent percentage, um, you know, piecing these out over time and really making your money and maximizing your, your profit on this. I like it. All right. I'm assuming that's it. I think that's five. Yeah, that's it. He said that was the last one. That's that one. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. Try, this is actually a really good week. I'm actually really impressed with a lot of these. I love I love the Brady number jer- the Brady jersey number. I, I love the verse stop and ten play, the risk there. I love the ballistic I've never seen. And I think the um you know the Trey Turner piece in those out, that one's that one's really really cool. That's that's a play. Uh but but the the fifty dollar Justin Herbert to a Tom Brady card, that's that's the play. So that's my play. Yeah. Agreed. Aligned. Yeah, that's definitely my that's definitely my pick too. Fifty into a Brady Bowman Chrome rookie that 
obviously it's hard to assume what the grade is going to be having not seen it and knowing it's just in for grading but either way incredible job 50 bucks or 80 bucks all in and plus 200 bucks into a brady rookie is insane Let's just see like, what's a seven sell for just for the purpose of this argument, even if it's like a couple, like a thousand bucks, even right? if it's worst case, the last one did 2,500. Yeah. Worst case scenario. He, he's up yep. two grand. That's worst a seven. Case. Yeah, that's a, that's a play. So sports card therapist is our winner this week. So yeah, all, that's, that's great. That's, that's the ultimate play. I think that's a heck of a job. Love, uh. And like this is what we want. This is what we talk about all the time. This is what you want to do. You don't. You don't have unlimited funds. You have to. You have to work your way up into it, right? And so patience, right? Trading, grading. There's yeah. a lot that goes into this. Making smart decisions, like, hey, I have this Herbert, but I can get a Bill Russell auto. That's an obvious move. Like, very smart plays all the way around. Yep, love it. It makes me think about vintage going into basketball season in a world where everyone's going to be focused on modern. Billy Russ. A lot of Rip Hamilton rookies flying around. <laughs> mm. All right. So that's all we got this week for Play of the Week. Again, Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. All right. So as we wrap it up this week, it's been a heck of an episode. We've got latest launch. as We talk about some of the things coming out this week, and it's going to be mostly baseball. So this this will definitely favor Lou. You've got Bowman Chrome Baseball, Donruss Optic Baseball, Bowman Chrome Baseball Light and tops gold label baseball and then pro set memories hockey and leaf full-size autograph helmets um i was trying to look up the checklist for the bowman first in this one i'm so not aware of what's going on in baseball prospects right now it's kind of crazy but i will say i did see they have this new auto car with inscriptions on it which is pretty cool those are cool cards i'm sure people will really love those like you know red sox fans get a bobby doll back and it's just like go red sox on it that's cool we're coming down the stretch here. For what? Baseball, right? Yes. Yeah, the Yankees are finished, as usual, because they suck. What happened in San Diego over the weekend? There was a little bit of drama. A little dust up, huh? Yeah, that's, that's Machado. That's Machado. That's Machado for you? You're just packing it in? I thought the Yankees were on fire. What happened? Yep. Lou loves don't loves hating me, on the guy. Yankees. Don't fucking yell me. What yeah, they won. They Where won they thirteen. In, they won thirteen in a row in August. They came back. They came storming back, and then they promptly decided to get their shit kicked by the entire AL East. So, including the Orioles, one of the worst teams in baseball. So, um, they're a game and a half out of the wild card right now. But Garrett Cole just got booed off the mound. Good thing they paid him three hundred fifty million. Um, he got booed off the mound in a prime time spot. Gary Sanchez is the worst catcher I've ever seen. Aaron Judge is playing well, but they're meaningless games. They're gonna give they're gonna give Aaron Judge like a two hundred fifty million dollar contract until he's like fifty five years old, and they're gonna miss the playoffs again because they stink and they have World Series expectations, and that's how it goes when you're bad. Lou feels the same way about the Yankees. I feel about Michigan. I can't Pure stand the Yankees. Ha- I hate hatred. Hatred. Hate. Michigan's bad though. Start with the Yankees. They haven't done anything in twenty five years. 25 years is a bit aggressive, okay? They have one World Series in 25 years. Uh, 20 one, years. Okay, so now you're walking back. When was the title? 2009. They only won one in the, since, two, since 97? They have, they won, no, since two, so two, yeah, I think they have one championship in 20 years. 09, 2000, 99, 98. So one in 20. It's a real shame. In 2000. 
And they won in 99. They won 96, 98, 99, 2000. Yep. Back when, you know, there weren't Jeep cell phones. Man. The when Jeep Man was fucking. The Yankees, Yo, relax, all right? The Yankees relax, won their championships. All right? All right? Relax. Like, relax. The, the Yankees were winning championships relax. before you could, like, relax, drive a car right? with power relax. steering. <laughs> relax. I don't want to hear it. All right. I'm out of here. So, uh, real quick, Lou, who's gonna win the World Series? Who's like who's the favorite? Um, the Giants have been incredible. The, the San Francisco Giants are in a very, very, very good team. I think it'll probably be the White Sox or the Giants. Wow. Yeah, the Astros don't have enough. I don't think, but you never know. Championship blood, like when you're a champion, you know, you just figure it out. You figure out a way to get there. She's talking about so, the Astros. Yeah, they'll be back in the. They'll be back I'm in the ALCS. Let's shut this thing down. Jay, Judy. All right. That's all we got for now, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37pm podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.